Naturally occurring black pigments in vegetables, spices, and seeds have been found to have powerful anti-inflammatory effects. Hi, this is Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and I'm excited about what I think may be the next big thing in anti-inflammatory supplements, a brand new all-natural daily preventative against a host of possible inflammatory issues. Black for Health Liquid Extract from Future Farm Botanicals. Black for Health combines four plant-based foods, black garlic, black radish root, black cumin seed, and black peppercorn containing high levels of body-ready healing botanicals. Black for Health supports your liver, skin, cholesterol, blood pressure, and weight management, circulation, and immunity. It's a tasty supplement with liposome complex for optimal absorption. For more information or to order, call 888-841-7216, 888-841-7216, or go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. That's myfuture. Farm, P-H-A-R-M, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. This encore broadcast of Intelligent Medicine originally aired on December 4th of last year. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine, America's foremost program on health, medicine, and nutrition, featuring the latest on both conventional and alternative therapies. Now, here's Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine, another hour of the weekend edition of Intelligent Medicine. We've got podcasts throughout the week, but uh, this program is unique because it's broadcast over the air to a local radio affiliate near you or via live stream. And of course, we turn it into a podcast on Monday. So if you missed something, want to hear it again, you can listen on Monday when we post it at drhoffman.com or via your favorite podcast, Emporium, 877-726-8255. If you want to get on the air with me and pose a question or share a comment, lots to talk about uh, this weekend. And a little later, we're going to talk about how the American Medical Association, which is said to be the voice of U.S. medicine, is going woke. What's up with that? 877-726-8255, our number. Should pregnant women be drinking coffee? Well, we know about alcohol, but what about coffee? Is coffee a bummer for the baby if you're pregnant? Also, scientists have now discovered a potential cause of Alzheimer's disease. And there's a big message for how lifestyle impacts Alzheimer's. 877-726-8255. Let's go on this story. Disordered eating and gastrointestinal cancers. If it's not obvious to you by now that what you eat impacts your risk for cancer, well, you haven't been paying attention to the latest research or listening to this program. There's certainly a link to obesity for most cancers. And the insulin resistance that results from obesity feeds the proliferation of cancers via something called IGF-1. That's insulin-like growth factor. It's like miracle grow for cancers. So, yeah, diet matters. Also, uh, cancer loves sugar. And consumption of poor-quality processed foods laden with chemicals and refined oils, which are pro-inflammatory, disrupts cellular processes and leads to chronic inflammation and chronic inflammation sets the stage for cancer many many different types of cancer 
so an example of which is, you know, if you've got chronic acid reflux that causes inflammation, 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 and that can eventually transform into cancer. But other sources of inflammation, not just from stomach acid, prompt cancer cells to proliferate. So there's a new study out with a provocative title, Unrestrained Eating Behavior and the Risk of Digestive System Cancers. And it looks at the relationship between what's colloquially referred to as pigging out or binging and oral, esophageal, stomach, small intestine, colon, and pancreatic cancers. Now, <laughs> we really need a study to demonstrate what's so intuitively obvious? Uh, well, here it is anyway. The researchers categorize study participants as to whether or not they practice self-control while eating or engage regularly in what they term unrestrained eating, which is defined as uh, having the behavior of eating at any time. So, what's up? It's time to eat. Anytime, day or night. And more and more Americans fall into this category. The traditional breakfast, lunch, dinner paradigm has been supplanted by eating on the run and snacking between meals and eating late at night. And big food has encouraged this trend because it's not enough that we eat three meals a day. We need to add, you know, fourth, fifth, and sixth meal, you know, maybe a late night, midnight snack of maybe, uh, you know, burger with bacon and cheese right before bed. Why not? You know, because, just because. And it boosts sales because just eating three, that's kind of limited. Three meals a day, that is so passe. And snacks and desserts abound in supermarket aisles. You've seen them. You have to, you have to, you have to work your way past them to get to the real food. Soda and energy drinks are ubiquitous. Now, statistics show that nearly three million Americans are estimated to suffer from what's called overt binge eating disorder. That's a formal psych psychiatric diagnosis. But that may only represent the tip of a very big iceberg. It's been suggested that uh, high single digits, especially of uh, adolescents and teenagers, are binge eaters. They eat terrible. And you might argue that, how can you do a study like this? Because people with disordered eating might be more cancer-prone because they're less disciplined in other areas of life. They might consume more alcohol or smoke cigarettes, exercise less, and be fatter because they're, they're less disciplined. But the researchers were cognizant of that, and they controlled for these variables. They matched overweight, unrestrained eaters to more disciplined subjects of comparable weight. So you say you had, you know, a 185-pound person who was a binge eater next to a 185-pound person who was a restrained eater. Well, I mean, to get to 185 pounds, you probably have to eat more than you should, but they weren't uh, eating at any time fits the definition of unrestrained eating. They also uh, looked at alcohol intake. It was nearly identical between the groups, and they used statistical tools to adjust for the effects of smoking status, and even the foods they ate were similar, and they accounted for activity levels. And still, the group with unrestrained eating patterns averaged an over 30% higher risk of gastrointestinal cancer. And... What made it worse is participants reported having this behavior and being physically inactive had the highest risk of all. 
So they conclude that dietary restraint is defined as the self-imposed practice of consciously attempting to restrict energy intake to prevent weight gain or to promote weight loss. The benefits of dietary restraint have been suggested for a wide spectrum of health conditions, including cancers, the mechanisms of which involve metabolic switching and cellular stress resistance. And it's all, it all makes sense. It's biologically plausible. There's no stop to the food train for these individuals. The body's cleanup mechanisms, including autophagy, which is the body's cleanup crew that cleans up residues and gets rid of wastes, becomes overwhelmed. And circadian rhythms are subverted. You know, and we weren't designed to eat all the time. It, it, there are studies that show that uh, time-restricted eating is very beneficial metabolically, may reduce the risk of certain cancers. And even fasting can help the body do a reset. And fasting is part of the body's natural legacy uh, from prehistoric times. When food was scarce, you simply didn't eat. You couldn't just go to the 7-Eleven and pick up a taco. That was not available to folks in Paleolithic times. So... If you're an undisciplined eater, well, that is a discouraging trend. Higher risk of serious gastrointestinal cancers. 877-726-8255, our number. And this item that I'll share with you. If you're looking to give your immune system a boost, well, here's a natural solution from Future Farm Botanicals. It's liquid wild oil of oregano with rosemary extract and natural honey flavor. Future Farms Wild Oil of Oregano sports a variety of healthy benefits, including its antimicrobial effects, as well as support to the immune system. Plus, Future Farms is the first ever to formulate wild oil of oregano with rosemary. And rosemary, important ingredient, it, adds, it aids circulation, it helps alleviate muscle pain, it improves memory, and it also has an impact on your immune system. The natural honey flavor enhances the taste while still giving you all of the benefits Future Farm sources this product from the Mediterranean, and it's produced right here in the USA. For more information or to order, call 888-841-7216. That's 888-841-7216, or go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. That's future P-H-A-R-M, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Wild water oregano is a good thing to have around in the house. It's all natural, science-based and works without adverse side effects. MyFutureFarm.com slash Hoffman. Okay, so uh, we're going to talk in just a moment about uh, an important issue. During pregnancy, should women curtail their intake of caffeine? It's often urged that you don't want to give too much caffeine to a pregnant woman because it might affect the placenta or baby's development. So what is a study of over 2,500 pregnant women say about the impact of caffeinated beverage consumption on the pregnancy and on the child's health. 877-726-8255, or number for Intelligent Medicine. Mom, can I have some spray? Sure, honey. Thanks, Mom. You know what that is? That's the sound of my child thanking me for giving her something that's actually good for her teeth. 
Sprite Gum is part of the Spry Dental Defense System, a complete line of oral care products made with 100% xylitol, the all-natural sweetener with proven dental benefits. So when we're at home, my whole family uses Spry toothpaste and mouthwash to help strengthen our teeth and reduce the risk of tooth decay. And when we're on the go, I just throw some Spry gum and mints right into my bag. My kids love it, and I love that it's all natural. No sugar, no aspartame, or any other chemicals. Just think of that. I reward my kids for taking care of their teeth at home by giving them gum and mints on the go that are good for their teeth. Visit SpryDental.com or ask for Spry by name at your local health food store. You can also ask your dentist about Spry. And make sure your mouth is receiving all the benefits of 100% xylitol products. At Vitamin Shop, Sprouts, Kroger, and most natural product retailers. Find a retailer near you at clear.com. As you know, it's important to me that the supplements I recommend and use are of the highest quality, and that's why I stock the Protocol for Life Balance product line at my online dispensary. Protocol for Life Balance offers a wide range of professional-grade products using ingredients backed by strong scientific research. Among them, several stand out for relief of occasional minor aches and pains of overexertion. Ache Action, Joint UC, and D-Flame. Ache Action contains a formula exclusive to Protocol for Life Balance that studies show significantly reduces joint dis- Discomfort in as little as five days. Protocol's joint UC is an undenatured type 2 collagen that has been clinically validated for its ability to help maintain healthy joints. And Deflame has nine plant-based ingredients rooted in traditional herbalism. Each of these products takes its own unique approach to joint stress, flexibility, and mobility. They're available now at drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance. That's drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance for more information and to order. Back to Intelligent Medicine, Dr. Ronald Hoffman here. Caffeine for pregnant women. Is it a no-no? Study takes a look at that. We'll talk about it in just a moment. Uh, 877-726-8250. We'll talk about it right now. Uh, Moderate amounts of caffeine, according to a study of over 2,500 pregnant women, are not linked to maternal health risks. This kind of goes against advice that's been given to women since time immemorial, for sure get off alcohol. That's going to have harmful effects. Recent studies suggest that yeah, small amounts of alcohol are not necessarily deleterious. When it comes to coffee, though, something that jangles your nerves and increases your heart rate, uh, they say that it can reduce circulation to the placenta, the baby's food and blood supply, And so, what does the study say? According to the study, women who consume a moderate amount of coffee, that's the equivalent to uh, one to two cups per day, uh, or around three cups of tea per day, it's about 100 milligrams of caffeine, uh, not only did they not have an increased risk of gestational diabetes, uh, preeclampsia, or high blood pressure pregnancy, they had a 47% reduction in diabetes risk. It's not clear that it's the caffeine. It might also be the beneficial phytochemicals like caffeic acid in coffee or EGCG in green tea, which may impact inflammation and insulin resistance, leading to a lower risk for gestational diabetes. So if you're not drinking, this doesn't mean, you know, if you're not drinking coffee, you're not a a caffeinated coffee drinker, that you should start drinking coffee during pregnancy. But if you want to have a little bit of caffeine, uh, it's not a big no-no. So that's a myth dispelled. 
877-726-8255, our number. Let's take one of those uh, recorded calls that we get. Hi, Dr. Hoffman. This is Lisa from uh, Michigan. I'm calling about uh, my husband. He had a fall about two weeks ago. He's 75 years old, and he broke his femur. So he's still in the hospital, and they've been trying to work with him a little bit each day uh, for his physical therapy. And uh, he tires out very quickly afterwards, and I heard that there might be some kind of a supplement drink or something that uh, would help him to build his muscles up, uh, that would be greatly appreciated if you can give me any kind of help at all right now. I, I would appreciate that. Thank you so much. Okay. You know, I really uh, empathize with your husband because uh, that happened to me, and I was a lot younger. I was like 50-something uh, about 15 years ago, and it was a big deal. I really felt knocked out, debilitated, weak. Uh, and I can see you know, what a downhill spiral that can be for especially older individuals uh, who already, you know, maybe a little bit frail. Uh, I had the mojo to recover fully, but uh, this can sometimes be a real slippery slide, especially for older individuals. So, you know, when it comes to supplements, yeah, I listed a bunch of supplements which help to uh, repair bone. Uh, the, you know, or to have adequate calcium and vitamin D, and perhaps you could take strontium to strengthen bone uh, and anti-inflammatory things. But the notion that you can take, uh, say, protein, like a lot of amino acids or something, and increase your muscle mass and strength, uh, that's been disproven in most studies. Yeah, it's important for older individuals to get adequate protein to stave off muscle loss, but if you already have muscle loss and you're weak, uh, taking tons and tons of protein isn't necessarily going to jump into your muscles and make you into uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. So uh, what would be helpful, and if you can engage a, a health professional in supporting this, is to give your husband some testosterone, because at 75, testosterone levels wane, and when you're injured and sick, uh, testosterone often go you know, vanishingly low. The other thing that is helpful, and I wish it wasn't so stigmatized because there's so much abuse of this by athletes, is growth hormone. Uh, growth hormone could be very helpful in repairing and strengthening uh, people with debilitating uh, injuries. And I wish it was more generally available, but it's such a hot-button issue. Its illicit use has made it very controversial. The growth hormone could be a real boon to recovery because it helps, really does help to build muscle along with anabolic uh, steroids like testosterone and things like DHA. DHA available over the counter. It's a weak androgen and may help some, but prescription testosterone and growth hormone would be the way to go. 877-726-8255, our number. More on caffeine and is it bad to drink alcohol if you have atrial fibrillation? This is Intelligent Medicine. Are you looking to give your immune system a boost? This is Dr. Ronald Hoppen with a natural solution from Future Farm Botanicals, liquid wild oil of oregano with rosemary extract and natural honey flavor. Future Farm's wild oil of oregano supports a variety of health benefits, including antimicrobial effects, as well as supporting the immune system. Plus, Future Farm is the first ever to formulate wild oil of oregano with rosemary. Rosemary aids circulation, helps alleviate muscle pain, improves memory, and also gives your immune system a boost. The natural honey flavor enhances the taste while still giving you all of the benefits. Future Farm sources this product from the Mediterranean and produces it in the United States. For more information and to order, call 888-841-7216, 888 888- 
841-7216 or go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. That's future P-H-A-R-M, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Wild oil of oregano is all natural, science-based, and works without adverse side effects. Myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here, 877-726-8255, our number. And if you can't call during the program, you can jot that number down and you can call 24-7-365 and record a question. And we'll pick up that question as we do on weekends next week. All right. uh, More on uh, caffeine. uh, But uh, first, uh, let's talk about another no-no, which is... Uh, when it comes to atrial fibrillation, uh, alcohol is bad. Uh, we know that because there's a phenomenon called holiday heart, uh, which I know all too well because I trained at the Manhattan Veterans Administration Hospital where lots of vets would check in around holiday time. It was a real bummer to be assigned to work on a holiday uh, on Christmas or on Thanksgiving or on the 4th of July or on Veterans Day because we knew that the veterans uh, celebrating a little too much, uh, many would come in with holiday heart, uh, rapid heart rate atrial fibrillation, which was triggered by excess alcohol consumption. So is alcohol a no-no when it comes to atrial fibrillation? All right, Uh, big study, Uh, and what they found is that uh, when it comes to the risk for new atrial fibrillation, uh, the risk does rise steadily with a greater number of drinks per week. So if you're really drinking a lot, the more you drink, the more likely you are to develop holiday heart or atrial fibrillation. But at the lowest levels of alcohol intake, Sporadic drinking, light drinkers overall showed no higher atrial fibrillation risk than non-drinkers. And the type of alcoholic beverage mattered. Modest weekly intake of red wine, at least one serving, but no more than seven servings per week, may have actually protected against new atrial fibrillation compared with zero intake. What's up with that? well, it's, it's not clear, but there's perhaps something in the red wine, a protective substance that may forestall the development of atrial fibrillation. That substance could well be resveratrol, although there are many beneficial polyphenols that are in that uh, concentrated, uh, beautifully pigmented beverage. The pigments are often a sign of beneficial polyphenols. And polyphenols may actually protect against inflammation, which can damage the conduction pathways in the heart. So there you have it. Uh, you know, go easy. If you're going to drink, drink a little wine. Red wine might be protective. 877-726-8255, our number. And fatigue is a big problem for a lot of people. They may be uh, suffering from age-related fatigue or perhaps in the wake of an illness like COVID or Lyme disease. And the focus 
in dealing with fatigue is the mitochondria. The mitochondria, the powerhouses of the cells. The only nutritional formula clinically proven to repair mitochondria and improve your body's natural energy production is NT Factor from Nutritional Therapeutics. Studies show that NT Factor reduces fatigue by almost half. I've reviewed many of these studies. And it also has overall anti-aging effect because the mitochondria are associated with age-related problems. NT-Factor is available in a variety of formulations that are tailored to your specific needs. You can get full-spectrum vitamin mineral formulas like Propax, immune support formulas, targeted nutrition, and then there's pure NT-Factor that you can add to whatever supplement regimen you're already taking. I use NT-Factor daily, and I prescribe it a lot for my patients. Now with a 45-day money-back guarantee, you have nothing to lose. Plus, you can enjoy 20% off the entire line of NT Factor products. To order, simply call 800-982-9158, 800-982-9158, or you can go to their web, website. It's ntfactor.com. That's ntfactor.com. To get 20% off site-wide, try it. All right. Uh, when it comes to caffeine, uh, caffeine really is a performance-enhancing drug. It's a PED. <laughs> and to prove it, uh, researchers looked at the effects of caffeine on visual acuity and a specific type of visual acuity, uh, which is uh, the ability to detect and track moving objects which is a skill that's very important for a lot of the things we do. It's important in athletics. I guess it's important if you're a hitter standing at the plate looking at a fastball coming at you at 95 miles per hour. Uh, it can also be important for drivers, yeah, and uh, it's important in many walks of life. So what the research has determined is that... Um, it, after giving participants a caffeine capsule, while a control group just took a placebo capsule, they used a computer-based test uh, to evaluate dynamic visual acuity skills uh, at baseline before and then 60 minutes after caffeine ingestion. What they found is the participants who had had the caffeine capsule showed significantly greater accuracy and faster speed when identifying smaller moving stimuli. So uh, when you're thinking Top Gun, you know, U.S. fighter pilots, yeah, <laughs> a little caffeine could improve uh, performance of the much stigmatized beverage. Uh, okay, we got a caller, Teresa in Connecticut. How you doing? Yes, hi, Dr. Hoffman. Uh, I'm listening to your program for more than 20-something years. And I appreciate all you do. And uh, I just wanted to ask you something. I'm 79. I have a bone density test, which proves I have osteopenia. And my daughter wants to put me on those strong medicines for the bones. Well, let, let me just, uh, just, uh, just hold on right there. Um, sure. did, these medications are not designed for osteopenia. These medications yeah. are specifically designed and, and approved for the treatment of osteoporosis. So they're not really for prevention of uh, osteoporosis. 
they really should not be used when you have mild to moderate osteopenia. And there are a lot of ways around that. I mean, some of the ways uh, include, you know, simply taking adequate levels of vitamin D and calcium and magnesium and ipraflavone and biotin and some of the cofactors for bone development. But if you really want to improve bone, uh, you have to take an over-the-counter supplement called strontium. And it's available in 300 milligram or 320 milligram capsules of which you take two at bedtime. And you can do that for a couple of years and you'll probably see some improvements even without the medication. Okay, that's what I was going to ask you was about strontium. You say two capsules at night? Yeah, and there, you know many companies make it you know various uh, dosages, usually around 300 or 320 milligrams, and you take two at night. It's very well tolerated, and over time, you know, you got to do it for you know day in, day out for a couple of years, and you will very likely see some improvement in your bone density, which may uh, forestall your need to take medication. It's 300 milligrams, you said, and it's. Not every night, it's one... No, every year. night. Every night. Oh, every, every night, every Teresa. Night. Yeah. Thank you so much for your answer. And it's okay. 300 milligrams. Thank you. I, two, tell it. two of the 300 milligrams. Yeah. Okay, you got it. Thank you for your call. 877-726-8255, our number. And uh, here's a, kind of a curious item, because a lot of people take aspirin for heart disease prevention. But it turns out, according to a new study, that aspirin may be contributing to heart failure. The very same people who take it for heart protection may be increasing their risk for heart failure. Why that is is unclear. Uh, In a big study, participants over the age of 40 and free of heart failure uh, started taking aspirin. Over 31,000 people in the study. And what they found, lo and behold, after several years their chances of heart failure diagnosis increased by 26%. So aspirin should be used judiciously. There's some situations where aspirin is a must, but this notion that everyone over the age of 50, that is so passe. You know, take aspirin to protect your heart. Oh, you got a little high cholesterol, take aspirin. Uh, If you've got a high risk for a blood clot and a doctor prescribes aspirin, take it. Don't just go to the store and take aspirin because you think it might prevent disease down the line, it might uh, somewhat increase your risk for congestive heart failure, according to the latest study. 877-726-8255, our number. When we return, we're going to talk about how the AMA, the American Medical Association, is going woke. What's up with that? This is Intelligent Medicine. As an Intelligent Medicine listener, you know how important it is to ensure that your supplements are genuine, safe, and effective. But vetting your sources and tracking down the exact products you need can be a hassle. That's why I'm inviting you to browse my online supplement dispensary at drhoffmanstore.com. We stock only the highest quality supplements, some of which are very hard to find elsewhere. The very same supplements I prescribe to my patients and take myself. My specially curated professional-grade supplements are fulfilled via the Fullscript network. Fullscript is the safest and most convenient way to purchase my medical-grade supplements. Buying through Fullscript offers fast shipping, optional refill reminders, a mobile-friendly site. It's safe, secure, and HIPAA-compliant, and offers world-class support. Just go to drhoffmanstore.com to sign up for your free Fullscript account. You'll also receive free shipping on all of your store orders. That's drhoffmanstore.com. drhoffmanstore.com. 
Now more than ever, it is important to have a healthy immune system. Many health professionals agree that probiotics are a leading natural therapy for boosting immune health. Why? Because 70% of your body's immune cells reside in the GI tract. By taking a superior probiotic daily, like Dr. O'Hara's probiotics with their postbiotic metabolites, you can enhance your overall immune system and immune response. For additional immune support, get RegActive's immune formula to boost your glutathione levels, since our glutathione levels go down if we feel stressed. Maintaining glutathione levels is a key factor for natural defense. For a short-term immune boost, try Dr. O'Hara's Propolis Plus, which provides probiotic and immune support and includes Brazilian green propolis for superior antioxidant support and vitamin E, astaxanthin, and flax oil. Be proactive about your immune health. Ask your retailer today about Dr. O'Hara's probiotics, RegActive Immune Formula, and Dr. O'Hara's Propolis Plus today. Also available online. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here. Let's talk about the AMA. The American Medical Association, it's often said to be the voice of U.S. medicine, yet curiously only about 50% of U.S. physicians belong to the AMA. They don't want to shell out the 420 bucks that it costs to be a member. Uh, I don't belong to it because I see no advantage in doing so. Uh, maybe, you know, if I wanted discounts on rental cars or a loan to buy new computers for my office, uh, or um, a premium uh, life insurance policy. That's what a membership, some of the benefits confer. But the AMA certainly doesn't speak for me. Recently, the AMA, in an initiative spearheaded by activist student members, drafted a policy against what they call COVID disinformation. And here's what they say. Throughout the COVID-19 pandemic, some healthcare professionals have deliberately made false claims about COVID-19 vaccines and how the virus is transmitted, peddled untested treatments and cures. <laughs> yeah, that might be me. And flat, like vitamin D, God forbid, or, you know, talking about uh, the benefits of a healthy diet, you know, so on and so on. And they flouted public health efforts such as masking and vaccinations. So the AMA officially called for vaccine mandates. They want everyone to get vaccinated. Uh, and regardless of circumstances, and they argue for harsh penalties for doctors who don't toe the line. And now, in their latest effort, the AMA has issued a health equity guide that's designed to quote, support physicians' conversation with patients. But it also uh, introduces some uh, convoluted language. Uh, and here's some of the suggestions for preferred language. Uh, instead of using uh, it, the, you, the uh, term vulnerable populations, substitute, quote, groups that have been historically marginalized or made vulnerable. In lieu of disadvantaged, you're supposed to say historically and intentionally excluded. You're not to use the term white paper because it's associated with white privilege or blacklist because it, quote, denotes people, places, and things that are viewed with suspicion or disapproval and uh, with connotations for black people. All right. And now, look, the aim's admirable because language shapes attitudes. And we want to clean up any obsolete terms that might give offense or reinforce prejudice. But there's kind of a hectoring tone to this, quote, guide. 
it's as if a postmodernist crew has taken the helm of the AMA and they're pushing a social justice and, quote, equity agenda. With this, there I see the kind of a philosophical shift from personal responsibility to blaming all health problems on societal flaws. So under this scheme, we're, we're simply victims of structural problems that call for redressing via activism. We're being recruited as doctors to redress all the wrongs in society uh, by proclamation by the American Medical Association. And there's also throughout this guide, there's a theme of slicing and dicing us into subgroups on the basis of ethnic, religious, or racial origin. We have to identify each member of our patient population as either being of uh, Native American origin or Asian American origin or uh, African American origin or, you know, on and on and on it goes. And then, of course, gender is a big thing and we've got to, you know, use the right pronouns. And this reflects the identity politics that's so prevalent these days in the political arena. And AMA is signing on with full, full, um, full participation. So I, I think I'm going to continue to refrain from my membership in the AMA. It doesn't reflect my values as a compassionate physician who strives to treat all patients fairly and equally. Or, or can I still use those words? I'm not even sure. <laughs> Maybe. Those words may be passe or prejudicial or, you know, uh, you know, we'll issue a trigger warning when I say things like that. 877-726-8255. Our number, remember that number available to you 24-7. You can record uh, a question uh, anytime you like during the week, and then we'll pick it up on next week's program. And, you know, I mentioned earlier, uh, you know, about, I was talking about, disordered eating or unrestrained eating. And what that means is that you put the feed bag on when you wake up and you keep on eating until the time you go to bed. And maybe you wake up in the middle of the night, maybe have a snack. And that's not good. It increases the risk for cancer and a lot of other things, cardiovascular disease and possibly also neurological disease. This new story, scientists discover potential cause of Alzheimer's disease. So they're working on this theory that it's the plaque that's the problem. And so they have these new medications that dissolve amyloid plaque. They're plaque-busting medications. They're very expensive, and they come with risks. And it's not really clear they work. They do get rid of the plaque, but do they actually make people uh, less prone to advanced dementia? That's not even clear, but these drugs are being proved uh, on... Uh, a prayer that they may help people with Alzheimer's disease. But what they discovered here in this story, scientists discovered potential cause of Alzheimer's disease, that's about autophagy. Autophagy is the body's cleanup mechanism, and it slows down in people over the age of 65, and some people have worsening problems maintaining autophagy. And oh, guess what? There's a lifestyle impact on autophagy, exercise, increases autophagy. Autophagy can be inducing, induced by fasting. Uh, so when you stop eating, the body's cleanup crew gets busy. Autophagy is increased, and the cleanup crew works in the brain to remove harmful byproducts of metabolism. Remember, the brain works really hard 
producing energy. And there are byproducts, uh, waste products that may accumulate. Uh, autophagy is a way to clean that up. And so, yeah, there are also natural substances that uh, increase autophagy. Uh, these include things like uh, resveratrol and quercetin and EGCG from green tea, uh, ginseng, uh, and many others. Uh, NAD also uh, improves autophagy. Uh, so these are some things that can be impacted naturally. While scientists look for drugs to enhance autophagy, that's where the money may lie in big pharma research. We've got some natural ways to stave off Alzheimer's disease and cognitive decline. Well, thanks very much for joining us. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman. You can find more information at drhoffman.com. Download our podcasts, subscribe to our newsletter, follow us on Facebook and Twitter, and have yourselves a safe and healthy weekend. We'll be back next week with more Intelligent Medicine.